0: Spike and Richard welcome you to the show This won't be very pleasant, you should probably know This is development
1: hell So don't be surprised if you don't feel well.
0: That worked out great
2: Richard, where do you work? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: I don't know, Spike, where do you work? What have have you been doing to work here, baby?
0: So that's Spike Kitchell. That's Richard Humphrey. I'm Kyle Anderson. You're listening to Development Hell, uh, a a podcast where we talk about projects that were in Development Hell, uh, and we try too hard to be funny.
2: Um, (laughs) I'll tell you, we would intro this on the last one, all right? We let Jesus take the wheel, and it was great.
0: We did. It was great. Uh, Today, I'm drinking on a a sparkling raspberry lime Trader Joe's uh, soda water.
2: Uh, Spike has a... I'm drinking a Lone Pine Brewing Company Slush Punch, an Imperial Sour Ale with cherry, tangerine, lemon, and key lime. Fun little, fun little. The things that aren't lemon are very subtle. Subtle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And Richard, Uh, what
2: do you have? I have a uh, fresh from the Brita pitcher, a uh, giant mason jar full of water. I'm smoking a strawberry Fanto flavored vape from the good people at Torch. Okay. I want to shout out too. I am drinking off of. A Burrito Samson original coaster. You know, oh, shout yeah. Out. Friend of the show. Gangs of New York episode. Please don't listen. Please don't listen. Bad app. Objectively, ep. one of the Soundfall best movies e- we could e- ever cover. The Loudness Wars.
1: Yeah. A I'd lot say, of 9-11 jokes. We're getting,
0: we're getting close to we should do a, a redux somehow. I've quality. considered
2: we either redo some of those or we delete them. We, 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 we do a
0: remake. I, I think our already.
2: pilot episode should be like uh like uh the guns N' roses album and everything before that is is like <laughs> in the vault yeah um, <laughs> that, that, that's a legacy collection now we're yeah. so. and we have and it's so funny we now have had three guests on that we owe makeup episodes to for completely different reasons which mm-hmm. are like uh jackson JP and jacob we need to get all three of them on. Episodes that will actually come out and be listened to, and that's the thing: is we only invite people on the show if you have a J name. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> so if you want to be on the show, change uh, that name. You know, yeah, change your name to J over to the show Joe.
0: Um, today, I wanted <laughs> to, to ask Jay you because I because I think I'm pretty sure out of the three of us, Richard is the closest um, to be drinking Mountain Dew.
2: What is your guys'
0: experience with Mountain Dew?
2: Um, I'm not a racist fourteen. You mean like today? So really oh it. shit! Spike uh, ran off camera and grabbed some. In that's a Code Red. Yeah, he, he grabbed the. He had to call, call in a cold red. Yeah, it's got a <laughs> dragon on it, so I don't think I'm gonna get it anymore. <laughs> My man out here drinking gamer fuel. It's got this guy on it. <laughs> oh, oh! I'm
0: so glad you brought that up, uh, Richard, because gamer fuel is the very beating heart of today's episode. Oh, Yeah, we're gonna get that in crack. That, uh, I want. I want. I would love if everybody listening to this, if you're driving your car, turn left now and go <laughs> go get some Mountain Dew. If you're at home. Uh, force someone to go get you some Mountain Dew. You're gonna want some Mountain Dew by the end of this episode.
2: Don't calendar. open it next to your fucking camera like an idiot. Also, if uh, anyone here is using like <laughs> Apple CarPlay or something, hey Siri, play Shakira Essentials.
0: Hey Siri, text mom I'm horny. Um... <laughs> uh, what What is your guys' experience with Mountain Dew?
2: I like Mountain Dew. I've a uh, I in the boy scouts we uh you said it. it like mountain dew was in
0: the room it um, was like what's your problem with me dude you're like
1: i mean like i mean I have,
2: I have notes um it's uh i'm i'm a baja blast man till i die uh i think i prefer baja blast over ev- uh, over everything for sure mm-hmm. um the regular Mountain Dew hasn't touched these lips in probably like nine years. I find
0: Mountain Dew, uh, regular Mountain Dew at least. I can, I, I like Baja Blast, okay, but I find regular Mountain Dew to be so like burningly carbonated that it's like difficult to drink physically. I, I miss Surge, Surge, dude. Surge went so fucking hard god Duh, vault yeah. vault can get fucked dude surge ruled yeah vault tastes like liquid and wafers um what about you spike you you're an
2: everyday uh mountain doom no. as we would see he's mountain like doing it so here's doom. i'm i'm then sitting here mountain debating doing how, how much to open up because it's a weird thing to open up about which is like something like health related hmm. but i'll be completely honest the doctor I said drank drink Dew anymore. multiple cans or bottles of soda every day of my life from basically like 18 to February. Ooh. And this included early morning. I would go out and get a soda or have a soda. I would not drink. I didn't like coffee as much. I would have coffee still. Sometimes if I would get a large Dunkin', I'd also have a soda and be like, that's my two caffeines. Like my brain told me it's like an addictive thing. It's the sugar thing. It's the taste. And Mountain Dew doesn't have that dark coloring dye in it that is in like Coke and Dr. Pepper. So I started drinking that more because it was fucking with my stomach less, but it was still fucking with my stomach. This I know this is like not the mm-hmm. fun answer to tell you, but I'll just <clears throat> being no, super No, this honest. is
0: fascinating.
2: So I would have that. I, I remember early, like in at CSN in college, there was a soda on the floor of a set. Oh, shit. Like a half-drinking soda, right? And it was not mine. However, someone said, whose soda is this? And then another person said, Spike, is that your soda? And I was like, oh, I'm known as the soda guy. I've never,
0: that's such a funny thing. I've never even noticed that you drink soda.
2: I did. I I used to a lot. I used to so much. I used to so much. That's not good for your bone marrow or your kidneys, sir. Oh, I thought it was great for me. Um, (laughs) uh, So I was doing that for a long time and I was just waking up fucking sick. And I wasn't questioning that that was what it was. I would wake up just feeling terrible, and I'd just feel terrible all day, while continuing to drink soda and and a lot of Mountain Dew for that particular thing of like it was making me less sick. Um, this is horrifying to admit, but i I've never externalized this. Uh, but I feel very safe with you two. Um, and we're not putting and, this out any publicly and, with and anybody. Over no no, no
0: one else over here. Uh,
2: I went on a shoot. Uh. I went on this, this shoot, and I knew that it was going to be very stressful, and I knew that my brain would tell me to drink a ton of soda to stay awake and stay active and alert, and I, I knew that would be tremendously dangerous. So what did I do instead? I went for sugar-free monsters, because at least there's not sugar, and what it did was it basically got me briefly addicted to monsters, but it completely got me off of soda. Oh, dog. you had to drink you, a white and, monster can. You that's like methadoned with monster energy. I did, Sugar I did. Free. So I will occasionally hit up a monster, and I just stopped feeling sick. You're like Patrick and I was J. Like, Pespis. And
0: Lincoln basically,
2: alert. in times of tremendous stress, which I was today, I will hit up a Mountain Dew. However, I'm effectively, in terms of the contrast to the last 15 years of my life, I am essentially off soda, you know, despite the fact that you said the word Mountain Dew and I ran over to a Mountain Dew next to me. (laughs) Like I am, I'm uh, I'm like, I'm on coffee and water. um, And feeling better about it. But my, my history with Mountain Dew specifically is I loved it and I studied it and I love code. Similar to Richard. I think that Mountain Dew, the drink is the worst soda in the world. However, like Baja Blast, Code Red, Voltage. That's my my holy trinity. That's my father, son, Holy oh, Ghost. The if red, I white, into and blue a, ones. But you <laughs> know if what I fucked 7 Eleven and they got a Mountain Dew Slurpee? I'm all over sure. that bitch. You that's know? fair. Like it's, you know what fucked me with Mount, with Baja Blast? It is Mountain Dew and Blue Powerade combined. Hell that's yeah. All it is. and So it, it's hydrating it, me. It's like fizzy Powerade. Um, so my story is that uh, I am somehow alive and not diabetic after fifteen years of what is absolutely a soda addiction, of which Dr Pepper and later Mountain Dew were the like the big offenders. Oh man! So that's my story. Sorry if it was too long, but no, it's perfect because
0: uh, because we. Mountain Dew is sort of the villain of today's uh, tale here. So this may help you get some some much needed closure. Oh,
2: is this uh, about the <clears throat> janitor who invented Code Red? Yeah, this is about the movie. Flamin' Hot Mountain Dew. <laughs> about the janitor
0: that decided to put Flaming Hot Cheetos in Mountain Dew? Uh, no, we're going to go back to 2014 to explore the Mountain Dew Game underscore Jam presented by Mountain Dew. Um, they made
2: a they made a jam, <laughs> like a like a preserve. No. <laughs> so first of all, <laughs>
0: uh, I do want to thank I do want to thank many kudos. Uh, he's a YouTuber, makes fantastic content. He made a really great breakdown um, because, as you'll learn through this, a lot of the people involved in this wrote articles about this. Um, and he was able to sort of like piece these articles together into a cohesive narrative, which I use as the backbone for this. So definitely check out his videos. He makes a lot of really good stuff.
2: I want to interject one thing before you get into what you've prepared here.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Is the an, a, a piece of Mountain Dew lore I've obsessed Ooh. over. Okay. Which is in the middle of the country, they at schools, at colleges often, all these brands test products you know they like have a little table set up and they have you know uh sp- something that they want to see if a certain demo likes it and then they expand it to actual market oh yeah, and tested at a school i believe this was shouted out on the colbert report so this isn't a huge scoop um was Doritos, which was a doritos flavor mountain dew and it was at the height of like gaming is Mountain Dew and Doritos. And I think Pepsi was like, we'll just combine them. And it's this like neon fucking orange thing. And you can find <laughs> photos of it in cups at a college. It clearly was terrible because it is cheese flavored soda. Yeah. But and- um, but if anybody has a bottle of Doritos, which I know a handful exist, send them to me and I'll get right back on my soda kick. I mean, that's what I need. So, that's what I'll shout out is that, that there was once an attempt at Douweedo's flavored Mountain Dew. So, my uh, the, one of my best friends from college, his job in a call center was to call people in those markets where they're testing those things and ask them, like, if <laughs> what do like you think of Douweedo's? And he was there, he was interviewing specifically for uh, the Taco Bell breakfast. And it was okay. a lot of people in the Midwest going, no, I don't want this. I don't think about Taco Bell when I think about breakfast. Yeah. I went to a Taco <laughs> Bell breakfast with. And it's awful every time. With. I, we can't say the name. Uh, but like, I remember, I would feel like we all did Taco Bell breakfast that week. None of us liked it. And they still are selling it. Yeah. Like, what the. F- <laughs> All right. Sorry. I just want to shout out Doritos before Kyle yeah, yeah, mortifies us with whatever the story is.
0: <laughs> well, no, this is a this also sort of takes place at the height of, um, you know, Mountain Dew, Doritos, gaming culture. And it's it's all sort of tied into that um, because Mountain yep. Dew wanted to, to make their own game jam. Now, are you guys familiar with what a game jam is? Is it like a space jam? It's nothing like a space jam. <laughs> it's like, a, it's like
2: it, go, it goes with your game peanut butter, and mm. then you make a game sandwich.
0: And then you make a gamer sandwich? Yeah, uh, it's, no, no, it's just <clears throat> game
2: jam and game jelly. Uh, think of
0: it um, almost like a 48-hour <laughs> film fest or something, right? Uh, sure. So the idea for a game jam is yeah. like you'd lock in a bunch of developers, and they'd all sort of like work together, You'd lock in a bunch of artists and everybody would work together in like a really manic, crazy space for like four days. And then everybody's little teams would come forward and like present what they had made. And then, you know, so so there's a lot of really, really cool games um, that are really big, like Celeste and Surgeon Sim and one of my favorite VR games, Superhot,
2: uh, were all made
0: in game
2: jams. So, real games do come similar to last episode. We talked about fan films, not but this actually did pr- produce real games.
0: And, and even if not, not even if not the game was made at Game Jam, the it's like the pilot of a game that yeah. then gets made and is dope. But yeah, lots so of incredible like, indie developers do Game Jam. It's like if all the biggest it, indie filmmakers actually did 48 Hour Film Festival. Yeah, that, that's
2: what I was about to say. I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah this, it. Is this not, you know, capitalism disguises, disguises things. Is this not fun crunch? This is like fun crunch. crunch. This is
0: like crunch that rediscovers the passion of doing things like the reason you do it. Okay.
1: Okay. Like the freedom and
0: control and passion to like code with your friends for three days if you want to.
2: That's cool. because they're often things. Yeah. I worried that the that it was like actually created by like the CEO of Blizzard and they were like, let's make them work too hard at the beginning.
0: No, no, no. And some companies will do uh, game jams at like the end of a development cycle just to be like, what can you guys come up with in our game? Like you know what, what I mean? else? Like, like I there was That's some cool. game, I remember there's a game an internal game jam, and they'd created a boss that was a giant crab. By just scaling up a crab really huge yeah. <laughs> it was awesome yeah. and everyone was like this fucking rules <laughs> like, That's so cool uh so there's like there's every game very should cool work stuff. that way right and and so like at its core especially indie game jams um are like a very pure celebration of like the creativity and work that goes into making a game and coding it and you know in just a few days what people can all do together You know, is sort of the spirit of a game jam, and the idea is you might go to a game jam and work with people you haven't worked with before, and then be like, "Oh, dude, we should work together again on something because you do this great, I do this great, you know, whatever." It's it's a great like creative, fun networking thing to do in the industry for people who like doing it. Um, Yeah, but this year. Mountain Dew decided that they wanted to create a new uh, company within themselves called Green Label Games. Hmm. And Green Label Games was going to try to do outreach to this like growing gamer demographic that they had recognized that they'd sort of penetrated. Right. So Green Label Games is like completely created by Mountain Dew to just be like, let's make stuff for gamers. Right. Uh, and they sort of came out of the gate uh, in all their press releases with this idea to make a reality show around a game jam. Hmm. So the idea is a sort of docu-series about a game jam, and their pitch was it's Top Chef but for video game making. So they're not making dishes. They're making the next hit video game.
2: It sounds that's cool. Crazy. That's crazy. That's like, that's like taking all the best uh, – People at playing Gran Turismo and like
1: <laughs> the first no, Picked
2: but on I mean, my lawn. <laughs> I do like. <laughs> do you know that movie based on a true story? I was um, based on a true friendship You know, it's in
0: the same universe. It's a sequel you know, to Oppenheimer.
1: Yeah, you know Oppenheimer. It's a Oppenheimer sequel to Hotel
0: Rwanda.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a prequel to Blade Runner.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: everything's a, a prequel to, to our
0: last episode where everything is a, is, is yeah, a every and, and, true story is technically in a shared cinematic universe
2: with Oppenheimer Come on, with Oppenheimer. yeah with Oppenheimer is like the central <laughs> Iron Man <laughs> yeah, figure yeah, yeah. because as we know <laughs> the like 60 years post Oppenheimer and the millions of years pre <laughs> it's a great
0: will, we cannot talk about point. this more we did this bit
2: too long on the last um thing. no but i like the idea of a reality show like that i feel like richard you and i have talked about do you remember band in the bubble yeah it, where they had this band and they were like you got to record an album in this was, little tiny room and we're oh, gonna film it. that's
0: really cool it was yeah. the band
2: cartel it was cartel yeah um and it was so a cool a very cool idea. Dr. It was, Pepper it, sponsored that. It was Dr. Pepper, and it was also this wow. clear bubble, so like you could go and see them. It was like a a home with a yeah, clear they lived in it. Yeah, yeah. So you could actually go see them in the house. It but like, I feel like was, there was a it was time during for the that. Chris kind of Angel thing. times. Uh, 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 like it was yeah. like a Chris Angel type of stunt, you know? Yeah. Right, David yeah. Blaine. This man. band is gonna write a song while walking on glass. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ouch, uh, ouch! 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 <laughs>
0: So I should also say that I do hate how uh, the title for this show is stylized. It's Game Underscore Jam. Uh, I just hate any time they're like, it's gamers, so they love underscores.
2: It's crazy that the Looney Tunes had to get Michael Jordan to code a video
0: game in 48 hours. Um, But basically,
2: the Game Jam,
0: uh, they partnered with Polaris Um, which was a subsect of Maker Studios uh, and specifically like their YouTube gaming content arm, right? Um, So basically Mountain Dew's green label partnered with Polaris, who's basically just Maker. And at this time, Maker is in the midst of a $500 million acquisition from Disney. Right, which ultimately does go through... But at the time, this whole press release and this big partnership with like Mountain Dew and all this shit for this big, you know, esports at that time was seen as like the next big untapped, like the next NBA, basically, which yeah. never fully materialized into. But at that time, everybody was like, oh, this is going to be the next NFL. So with all of that, it was, it's funny that this sort of like little, Game Jam docu series was seen as like a major selling point that made Maker Studios like really really tantalizing to Disney during this accusation acquisition. This accusation. This accusation.
2: That's interesting. <laughs> Jacques. Uh,
0: so basically, uh, the format of the show was going to be that there would be four teams. And each team would have one YouTuber on it, known as the Gamer, uh, and then three uh, indie developers, known as the Jammers. Um, <clears throat> now there's Captain Sparkles, Strippin, and then the two that I'm most familiar with, Jontron and Markiplier. Those were the four so, uh,
1: YouTubers. Oh, my! I,
2: I think I know that fourth name. Now, that was what I was going to ask is like, what is the state of a YouTuber in 2014? Like, what does that mean then? There's a lot. I don't, like, these I don't people, remember.
0: These people made like Let's Play content and stuff like yeah, that. The, like like this early also, PewDiePie
2: type thing.
0: Yeah, yeah this kind is of in that sense. pre story.
2: Mr. Beast,
0: you know? Yeah, like, this is like Minecraft core. This is like stuff like that. I mean, I think, you know, I don't know if Markiplier did like Minecraft stuff, but. You know, it's I don't know what that like, man's ever done. I mean, they, you know, react I, I, like playing and yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's like you know okay. video game let's plays and that sort of thing. It, it's um, react. It's maybe was, early. That, that I don't was, think it's early streaming. I think it's like more react stuff. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. That, that was
2: like when like reacting to everything was what you
0: did. You know, and I I still don't know why John Tron is big, but like Game Grumps and that whole like like era of dudes. Um, yeah, and then you sort of had all and of and then these, Andrew Tate. Right. Then you had all these jammers, right? Uh, so you have like uh, Adriel Wallach, um, who works at Inner Sloth and was on the team that made Among Us. Uh, oh. You have Zoe Quinn, who made De- uh, Depression Quest, and uh, more notably, uh, Gamergate. <laughs> Uh, which we'll get into more later uh, but like I said maybe tied no, into no, no. a lot of the cultural issues in our time is this show because they have no, John Tron and Zoe Quinn on the same show the no, two no, 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 the no. two polar ends of that whole incident. system incident and Gamergate situation I also just for uh, just so we all know I think Zoe Quinn uh, does identify as they them now
2: um, copy that. Two things. Mm-hmm. I don't know we can't assume I don't I know what Gamergate exactly was. So I'm if, if that's if that's 101 for this, I might need a little bit of a so, summary. Two so Yeah. I'll do two after you tell me.
0: Okay, so Gamergate, the TLDR on Gamergate is that it started a lot of the uh really fucked up, like organized hatred of women online. Yeah. um as it sort of a lot of it tied into uh zoe quinn was dating a journalist uh who had like written nicely about one of her games and then everybody was like oh she's fucking this journalist for you know attention um so i think that's a big reason that they like got a lot of flack and then it was just sort of like like the the rape and death threats like sort of poured in uh, yeah. on zoe and i think that they were like the uh, subjugated for all that and then that sort of led into like
1: it's about ethics and gaming of,
0: journalism exactly uh it led into the the feminism debates of like 2015 and 2016 which i feel like eventually led into like all the me too stuff that has yeah <laughs> permeated to today so
2: yeah okay that's helpful okay i did not know that um, it like it was like two, the the shot heard round the world. <laughs> right. <gamer> game. <laughs> well, it was two, sort of like the first time gamers got called out for being like, like
0: really sexist and horrible. Or and like it, it's for gatekeeping like the world
2: of yeah. like video games around women, and it's like how dare a woman have an opinion on video games? Like, and she like, should be you're, raped you're... to death. <laughs> <And> yeah. <laughs> it's it, like. Well. like yeah, Maybe you not. should be, like, like, here's Jesus. horrible things that should be done to you because you said something negative about something I made <laughs> like this. Is, I, this is why I'm not on the Internet. It's just
1: awful. <laughs> it's just, I mean, know. it was,
0: it was truly Gamergate is like one of the, the darkest uh, like Internet battle events.
2: I mean, um, I, I I catch that whenever I send you guys stuff that I see for some reason in Snyder stuff because I'm on that algorithm and I get the sense every time I send you guys these things, you guys are like, yeah, we know. It's all bad out there. And like it's just the only bit of like that sort of insanity that I'm seeing. But two, there's a game called Depression Quest.
0: Yeah, and it rules. Yeah, I, I fucking love it. <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah, I was going
2: to say. I, that's, Zoe Quinn I is, a great, that on? is
0: a great, uh, a great like, fucking video game developer. Uh, so, and then you have Davey, uh, Davey Werdren. Also known as Cakebread, who's one of the developers of the Stanley Parable, which is a huge indie game. Um, Then you have Tom Jackson, who made uh, Surgeon Simulator. Um, So like the everything is like pretty stacked. Like it, it should be said that like all of these people are established. It's like when they did the first season of Last Comic Standing, and it's like, well, everyone on this show is like working comedians because you had yeah it was like doug benson and shit yeah it's like todd glass it's like okay cool (laughs) you know uh yeah these people are good at comedy very good (laughs) right um so it's like everybody everybody is big and then all the youtubers have very sizable audiences uh the games are going to be judged by angry joe vargas uh who's another youtuber and two other game developers so the idea would be like you get like an angry youtuber to you know, who reviews yeah. video games to review the game, and you get two like game devs, right? And was it hosted by like Dave Navarro or something? No, it was going to be hosted by like other YouTubers. Like, I can't, I don't know if I ever put in the notes who was hosting it, but I believe it was just like other,
2: other YouTubers. The evolution been, like, of dance weird, guy. Yeah, it ones. should have been like a weird tier of like celebrity. celebrity. Like, a, yeah, yeah, like man. a, like James Van Der Beek. Hi, I'm Greg Luganis, and welcome to Game Jam. <laughs> <Shippers. laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so what, what what I should say is like at this <laughs> point in the development <laughs> at this point in the development it sounds like the show was coming from a pretty pure place right like they wanted uh, one of the producers uh, Aaron uh, Umatani uh, said that on the day one of production quote it'll be a success if people walk away feeling like they had a good time and made something cool so, like, there were people early on in the production, uh, at least from, like, it sounds like maybe from the maker's side of it, uh, that, like, were video game people that were like, okay, this will be, like, a fun idea. Uh, and this could be, like, a cool little show on YouTube. Um, now, according to Akira Thompson, who is one of the consultants on the project, um, and Dodger, who is one of the YouTubers who is the hosts, uh, the problems started with the money but not a lack of money rather an excess of money uh an excess that seemingly uh, Don't during you hate all, it right during all of this uh this buyout stuff polaris had so much pull on both sides of the of everything that they were able to um basically buy sponsorship or get, get sponsorship from Mountain Dew for the project. So Polaris got brought on and then convinced Mountain Dew to fund the whole thing to mm-hmm. the tune of about half a million dollars, about 450000 okay. And this made it so that uh, Maker had put none of their own money into this project.
2: <laughs> Nailed it! <laughs> Nailed it. Why would you need to? <laughs> right. <laughs> so why would like, everyone else has their money already? You just were the last. It's just like not putting your hand forward when someone's like, "Who's going to pay the bill?" Well, and it, well, it was many. Funny. It
0: was it was a lot of other partnerships too. Like literally, like if they're using a headphone brand like that, yeah, Razer is paying for them like money.
2: all that shit. Yeah. So
0: it's like everything is paid for, or they simply it's simply not there. Well, but the, that's, that's just how, a like, funny
2: thing from a company called Maker. Yeah. Right? That, they, <laughs> that they're really askers. Takers. Um, well, because that, that's like how like events in like the soda world kind of work is. It's like, all right, you get this company to sponsor the tents. And then they'll just put all of their name on it. And, like, mm-hmm. and it's like, we're PepsiCo, so we already have all the drinks covered. So that part's dirt cheap. And,
0: but apparently uh pretty much completely on pepsico's back uh polaris was informed uh that them and maker um, and their producers would have almost no say in creative control anymore Hmm. and that creative control would be decided by pepsico
2: now shout out what are some movies pepsico has made that like we know Uh, uh killers of the flower
0: moon is coming out soon <laughs> like, so Oh, okay so they're, funny they've because got Coca-Cola stuff they've had Wall stuff in the Street, chamber Wolf it's Wall just Street. funny
2: because coca-cola has made movies we all love have they yeah like they they owned columbia pictures
0: mcdonald's fries directed uh mcdonald's fries <laughs> directed loki season two I don't know if you guys
2: that's so huge about that. that's huge that was controversial uh, when they brought that on yeah well you
0: know it's good to see a golden brown director finally. Okay, um,
2: yeah. I ran into those fries on the picket line the other day. It was cool to catch up with them. Um, so the people who started running this like, show <laughs> yeah, at like Polaris, I just imagined little headphones on on a fries,
0: <laughs> <laughs> throwing them off and writing a comment. These hosts try too hard. Yeah.
2: Um, uh, yeah, if Columbia Pictures made it in the '80s, it was a Coca-Cola movie. I mean, I guess that's not—I mean, crazy, crazy. You know, WWE has made movies that people right like. Uh, well,
0: you know, the people who had good intentions uh, no longer had control over the project. Get them out of here! And you got PepsiCo. ideas? I don't want to hear them. Right, PepsiCo started adding things and taking things away. Uh, These resulted in a shift away from it being classic math, yeah, pure docu style show.
2: (laughs) And instead, what if the YouTubers hand the soda to the cops? (laughs) (laughs) That Uh, is, is that Pepsi's most famous movie? Is that commercial? It's gotta
0: be. It's gotta be Oscar nominated.
2: Uh, It looks like the movie that Vinny directs in the Entourage (laughs) movie. It does look like something from Entourage. Uh,
0: they, Pepsi wanted instead um, over-the-top challenges, uh, produced drama, and uh, fabricated love story angles to, quote, spice things up.
2: <laughs> this needs to be Big Brother.
0: And it needs to be happening while in the same four days that all these people are making, like, a cohesive piece of art. Right? Like... <laughs>
2: Also, while their families are in a chamber slowly filling with gas.
0: So the contestants started seeing red flags as soon as the contracts got sent out. Uh, For instance, uh, the contestants were told in the contracts that they couldn't appear on any platform similar to the one on which the show was airing for two weeks after or during the show's airing. So that meant that if they were YouTubers, they couldn't be on youtube for two weeks which they were all just like no that fucks
2: with millions of dollars Um, of revenue at that
0: all yeah. yeah also being a indie game developer one of the biggest parts of it is like being the face of yourself and putting your games out there and advertising them yourself grassroots so all these people are like well we're definitely not gonna not talk about this if we're in this like it can't just be Mountain it's Dew official. It's all we have. Voting. You know,
2: like, <laughs> like uh, sorry, like. Uh,
0: they also, uh, this is also another point um, in the, uh, I'll, I'll read a couple more bullet points here. Marketing. Participants would be required to participate in branded activities, including but not limited to, quote, drinking Mountain Dew. On top of that, participants would be required to advertise the show as requested by Game Jam and would not speak ill of the jam, its sponsors, or its organizers. So this was like... Other lawyers have read this as vague as like, yeah, you could drink Mountain Dew or they could make you get a tattoo of the Mountain Dew logo. Like it just says kind of anything. (laughs) Also,
2: Pepsi is famous for that sort of contract of like uh, when Britney Spears was signed on to do that Pepsi Super Bowl commercial. uh, She got uh, she was like out in public and had like a Fanta in her hand. And like Pepsi got very mad because that wasn't a Pepsi product. No, we'll, we'll get to that. And it's like, um, and it's like, there's a, it's, it goes that deep of like, you can't go to the movie theater that has Coca-Cola cups and be seen there. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely circle
0: back to that, Richard. That, that'll, that that'll come into play. Um, this is another point in the contract, the right to misrepresentation. Game jam and its subsidiaries hold the right to mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. all in any way, misrepresent the developers, their actions for intent of dramatic effect. This isn't. This wasn't limited to exaggeration or fabrication of storylines.
2: I am aware firsthand of uh, things like this.
0: So this oh, is what I can say as a game developer. Right, You have to look at this not only as just how a normal person could be manipulated by this, but think about this is if you are a game developer, like an indie dev like this, your whole reputation is who you are online. That's the whole reason anybody would check out your shit, right? So it's like if you... Are gonna put yourself because they all want to be a part of this because it it makes game development more in the mainstream, right? They're like, if this can become yeah. Top Chef, think of all the kids that'll want to do game development. Like that'll be amazing. You know what I mean? Like that's why you these totally guys. Telling me top do this. a chef, yeah, because all these people, <laughs> like I said, are successful. They're professionals. Like they're trying to do this for the community of this, right? They're not like game show <laughs> contestants that really want to grand, you know. Um,
2: <laughs> Richard, you got me so good with that. <laughs> I don't know why. You <laughs> told me I could top a ship. Oh, okay, that's good. But these
0: game developers have to look at this in this sort of lens of, like, if they misrepresent me and make me the villain of this show, I could be the villain of our whole industry. The industry, yeah. Even though nobody really feels like that. But if this is the only way people have seen our industry they're going to just assume I'm the villain of
2: it. Yeah. Which is what happens. Cause you won't get a second chance to be that visible. Right.
0: So they all worked out a better deal with the contracts because they all like came together and agreed like nobody liked it. Yeah. Um, and the participants were still excited, uh, because you know, this is a TV show about their passion finally getting made and they think it could, you know, really do some good. Um, When the contestants came to the Maker Studios, uh, their worst fears were realized. A glossy, overproduced reality TV show set with team workspaces, judging panel rooms, huge gaudy sets, and almost every single surface covered in Mountain Dew logos. The set designers were instructed to make it impossible to compose a shot on the set Without the Mountain Dew logo in the frame, that sounds about right.
2: That would be nauseating to watch. I mean, it is insane about,
0: to look at.
2: <laughs> I would. I think about um, Independence Day has some of the worst product placement ever. Where, um, what is the fucking? I don't think it's Coke. Maybe it is. Let's say it's Coke. There's a scene where Goldblum comes into like some newspaper and you oh, see it's like, a like Pepsi can. Yeah, you it, see like yeah. three or four of this, the logo in one shot. And like as he moves through, you just see different shit. And it is – just that is nauseating. Well, there's, and I, but, like oh, psychologically. Ahead. And well, I can't imagine an entire show where I can't escape a logo, especially well, something so bright and bold and Mountain Dew and – like the Mark Wahlberg Transformers movie, where uh, they're like running through a wrecked street and a Bud Light truck tipped over. And, <laughs> and Mark Wahlberg goes, Oh, at least something good happened. And he like cracks one open. I mean, God it's geez. the Man of
0: Steel IHOP, you know, it's
2: crazy. Oh, I was just thinking about Man of Steel where it's not even just IHOP. I feel like he also gets thrown there's into also, a Lowe's. There's like also he, like in, a in,
0: Nokia. There's like three yes, concepts of the Nokia. I feel like logo. in
2: that fight, he gets thrown into the companies that paid well, for the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you guys know it's that- It's like they covered well, everything in like two minutes. This is the genius of Zach of, of Daddy yeah. Zach, is that he just paid the bills Restore in like 90 it. seconds. Well, that new- uh, That new Haunted Mansion movie has like 59 instances of like product placement or something like that. Like someone like the new Haunted Mansion movie with like Lakeith Stanfield. There's a, 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 and I saw a scene from it where like Lakeith's talking about the day his wife died and how she went out to get ice cream. And like, Ben and Jerry. So the, 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 the line is, and she went out to get ice cream, Baskin Robbins. And and then he keeps like going, and it's like bad 80 yard Baskin Robbins, so that depending on the region, they can add in a different fucking sure. ice cream. Plate. That's smart. That's
1: funny.
2: Do you think in um, Rebel Moon they're just gonna like come across like a Carl's Junior, Hardee's in space? Like <laughs> that's, a, that's a Checkers rallies thing. I think. Yeah, yeah. So just sorry, on yeah, a backwater sure. moon, you just see a Checkers rallies. Like, yeah, God, we're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> we're <laughs> absolutely <laughs> fucked.
0: Um, so you don't want the, a big
2: Buford on this moon
0: I don't the the production staff was frantic apparently um, and the the players the, the contestants were sort of looking at each other being like oh this is not uh, going to be a game jam in any way <laughs> like
1: we're not like jelly. they
0: think this might be like a thing where they're like, all right, now go game jam for 10 minutes and then let us see your video game. It's like, they're like, that doesn't work like that. (laughs) It's not top chef where you can make the meal in 30 minutes. Top chef where you can top a chef. Um, But the show started uh, and they split into teams uh, and the game was a foot. Once starting the game, uh, the players realized that not only um, was the set Mountain Dew themed, uh but each of the prizes were also Mountain Dew themed.
2: What? Like you got Mountain Dew dollars?
0: No, you got like Mountain Dew
2: lawn chairs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, I, I, Oh, I need that.
0: Now this is a, this is a quote yeah, from one to- of the, this is a quote from one of the contestants. Um, <laughs> There was also a fun challenge where you had to pitch your game using a bag of random art supplies. Uh, we won that challenge with a puppet show, and the prize was a quote, Mountain Dew do, do pack. Yes, two do's. <laughs> so the director goes, Bring out the pack. do pack. And a PA scurries off and you hear people talking, but it turns out nobody had any idea what a dew pack was or what it should look like, so I'm still owed a Mountain Dew Dew Pack.
2: And an explanation of what that is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now, I think we should now go around the horn with what we think a dew pack is. Kyle, you, you know, you're closer to the subject. What do you think I, a do pack is?
0: I think what they thought the Mountain Dew do pack was is yeah. like a branded camel pack.
2: Okay. To
0: that's drink Mountain to, Dew out of while you're gaming.
2: I that's good. I definitely think it was like a bundle of things, like a pack, and that it had like, like a weird t shirt like a flag like a towel for their swamp ass or something and like Mm -hmm. sort of like something that lets you drink Mountain Dew while not having to move very much so you can it's a Mountain Dew flavored backwood with like yeah yeah, it's like a Mountain Dew flavored backwood it's like they've got one of those like street vape carts from back then that's like Mountain Dew (laughs) I see I'm close to somewhere in the between where I like I like the idea of like a dew pack that's like a camel bag where you can kind of no no effort needed continue to ingest Mountain Dew. Um, (laughs) Like maybe a gamer chair that's filled with Mountain Dew and has a straw.
0: This is this is going to be the uh, the Harris Whittles (laughs) episode for Spike drinking soda.
2: (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) You you, can't talk about it. That's a main you say. Yeah. Kyle, you sort of fucked my life up the other day. We <laughs> have to talk about that off mic. Okay. Yeah, I get sad thinking about that. I've been so depressed since you right, texted We can cut said. this. Not gonna we're not going to cut gonna it. We're going to We're, we're going to double you now. it. <laughs> now we really have to. Leave it and double it. <laughs> I have Wolverine's see. jacket in my trailer. Donkey. Uh <laughs> leave it in donkey. I hope this person gets their do pack whatever that is. Uh now the
0: grand prize um two do pack <laughs>
1: was a double do
0: pack was
2: do pack a Kimbo.
0: A double do pack. Uh
2: do pack do fury. I
0: I would love your guys' honest do-pack guesses of Chokura. what a of what the grand prize is.
2: My guess is okay. my actual guess is it something to do with a mountain? I think it's a fucking Mountain Dew gaming chair, and Indiana I think that light. it is a mountain of something.
0: <laughs> so I'm gonna get the kind of boring one out of the way. Uh, you get an admission to ID at Xbox, which was like at the time like their oh, that's like their D23, indie,
2: yeah,
0: yeah, like their like indie game developer thing. Like you'd basically get cool. an in at their convention, but like everyone who was on this show. Had done that or could like do that if they wanted to, and just had no interest in working with Microsoft. So that's, that's that, like nothing, that's just like an ad for Microsoft, right? Like, Microsoft yeah. paid a bunch of money to be like, oh, <laughs> that's our what thing, they were well. given, you know, like they were given that for free. So, so that's that's right out of the way. The grand prize, um, was a year's supply of Dew. Mountain Dew. Oh. And that's good. One more thing that is fucking insane
2: citizenship for three (laughs) of your closest (laughs)
0: friends.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No more taxes.
0: We'll cure cancer in three people. You don't get to choose which three, but just. And know we'll that put happen. soda
2: back in the vending machines. <laughs> your parents will never get sick. This <laughs> <Just> something <laughs> godly. No more homework.
1: <laughs> <laughs> your parents will never get sick.
2: Your family will be alive forever. <laughs> that is a Mountain Dew promise. <laughs> brought to you by PepsiCo
1: holy shit that's so fucking funny
0: uh no it's even better so this is a quote from another one of the contestants we were all standing in this room under hot lights and the hosts who were some youtubers go and the grand prize will be a trip to the mountain dew action ranch and no one said anything (laughs)
2: Another <laughs> thing they definitely never made. No Mountain one De-
0: gave a shit about the Mountain Dew Action Ranch. They made us Mountain do Mountain Dew like- Action
2: Ranch is what you put on salad. <laughs> they made us do <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if fucking Taco Bell ever made salads, it would be fucking
0: Mountain <laughs> Dew action, action
1: Ranch. <laughs>
0: That's so goddamn funny. Uh, They said they made us do four more takes, and we're finally like, uh, we'll try tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) They could not even get people to pretend to do a take where they cared about the Mountain Dew Action Ranch. Now, I've also Googled the Mountain Dew Action Ranch. It's not a place that's ever been existed or photographed. (laughs) Or in recorded history, I don't think the Mountain Dew Action Ranch is real.
2: I just imagine, like, the host being, like, King Bach and him being like, you guys get to go to the Mountain Dew Action Ranch. (laughs) And nobody says anything. A curtain opens and there's, like, a photo of, like, an ATV just, like, going across green mud.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mountain Dew Action Ranch.
2: God it uh, sounds like where they train John Wick.
0: <laughs> it's where they train the gamers who are going to play as John Wick. Spike is, is having a lot
2: of I don't know. Like, it really fucked me up.
0: <laughs> but just being told that, like, you might get to go
1: to the Mountain Dew Action, action ranch. ranch.
0: Oh, fuck. Uh, so, an attempt was made. What did this they- is. Yeah, sorry. Well, wait. Did
2: they say what that was? What they no. f- what it might be? No, nope. yeah, it's
0: ranch with jalapeno. No, they won't.
1: <laughs> just, like sure the Mount- <laughs> <laughs> just like the Mountain
0: Dew, just like the Mountain Dew Pack, they will not go in depth further. That is what Action Ranch would be. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know why. I think the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life is a salad dressing called Mountain 2 Action Ranch. I need to stand up. Oh, God. Ranch with jalapenos.
0: Uh, so, this sort of goes into what Richard was, uh, was, was bringing up earlier. Um, An attempt was made by a Mountain Dew rep uh, to remove all drinks that were not Mountain Dew from set. Uh, This included even water bottles with the label removed. And this producer suggested uh, that players actually just pour water into an empty Mountain Dew can. Yeah.
2: Which we all know bottled Mountain Dew is disgusting and it changes the flavor. I've I've never had like can I've never had water out of an empty soda can, but I know I hate it. It sounds like prison <laughs> shit, dude. So it's like, like less <laughs> it seems like it would be less hydrating than not drinking water. It, it feels fucking rude if I came over it to your house. It feels fucking sacrilegious. Like it, it would feels, keep you out of heaven. That's a drinking f- water that's out ass of shit. a Mountain yeah. Dew can. <laughs> Did you get to drink the Mountain Dew first? Like it's was it somebody else's pre-drank Mountain they Dew? They definitely,
0: they definitely want you to drink the Mountain Dew first.
2: Yeah, they want everyone who is involved in this like has. If you want to drink kidneys. water. Drink this Mountain Dew.
0: So the first day, when they should have all been jamming, uh, the producers got really mad at one of the teams for not holding the cans label out while they were like Ugh. on camera. Uh, and the producers stopped the production and had a meeting with everybody where they went over how to smile while they sip
2: and I have to imagine like a game jam is very high like a traditional or a game jam is like high intensity you're not smart like you're so dead focused right you know to quote social network you are wired in like you are yeah, just yeah. not thinking yeah. yeah exactly it, you're like fuck you considering how I look
0: yeah so some crew members were also growing angry uh, with the production because they were being treated like shit and started leaking information to the contestants Mm. Oh, Uh, like what was
2: coming or something mm -hmm.
0: who learned that only a fraction of the time on the show would actually be spent working on a game and the majority of the time had been scheduled for
2: doing reality show challenges oh yeah like um i bet there's like some sort of like giant foam cartridge that you have to put into like a giant playstation literally
0: it's like obstacle courses from video game levels um and then there's like uh uh another one of them was like okay guys you have to work on your game for 30 minutes with no
2: power and they're all just uh, the like, the next so challenge is you have one? to make Rogue the Bat real so I can marry her. <laughs> I'm sure they were like, please don't cut the power.
0: Yeah. They, everybody was like, don't do that.
2: Yeah. Like, so you're we saying we should on- go to lunch.
0: Right. <laughs> so, like, um, the players themselves were wondering why not simply send the YouTuber from each team to complete the challenges while the devs could dev? So like the 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 players are coming up with like better formats for the show. Yeah, it like, seems like we that's can what you can actually make the game if you send off the entertaining people to go be entertaining, yes. and yeah. then they can come back and see what we did in the meantime. Whereas so, I'm sure
2: the YouTubers more were off to the side of the challenges. So right, it's just like how Fast X was made, where they're like, <laughs> you know, the cast. We just got this. <laughs> like, Louie, well, you can just sit well, over no, there. No,
0: but they were, but but. But Louie's not sitting over there. Louis is PepsiCo being like, no, we're doing this our way. So, uh, you know, you've worked on some productions like this. Spike. (laughs) I've worked on some productions like this. Uh, We you're probably wondering something that I was wondering during this where I'm like, who is the producer making some of these insane calls? Yeah. Right. Like the cans thing, the stopping everything to make everybody smile like who the fuck is doing this?
2: It'd be it's, so funny if you say who I work for. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, no. Uh, but now we get to meet the villain of our story, a guy by the name of Maddie Leichen. Uh Ooh, Rough name. Yeah. Uh, after the players... The
2: I don't like them already.
0: <laughs> uh, after the players uh, had worked on their contracts to remove the rep- misrepresentation clause, um, Maddie figured that the best way... <laughs> uh forward was to just make sure that the drama was there. it just needed to be real by agitating the players. Okay. it wouldn't be cool. you know contractually fabricated if they were actually upset and he got real rises out of them right also oh, be a bad person
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, yeah. <clears throat> now, Break Maddie is, Maddie is actually the head of Protagonist, an ad agency that specializes in big brand online interactive experiences. Oh, a fake mm-hmm. job! Mm-hmm. And he was brought on set as a Pepsi consultant. So Protagonist is like some fucking ad agency that Pepsi has in their retainer of probably twenty different ad agencies. And they said, oh, this is our one that does weird online interactive brand shit. So let's send them to go helm this, this show. And that the person that they sent was this Matty
2: guy. Wow. So <clears throat> I want a fake job. It would be
0: so nice. Uh, to make the show more watchable, uh, he wanted to stir the pot, putting Zoe Quinn and John Tron on the same team. Uh after learning that the two would have very opposite uh <sighs> like viewpoints.
2: Um, Which is yeah. really just saying, I guess to speak to Gamergate, because again, I would assume I would bring well, this and, to and, it up. And and Gamergate
0: impressing. and Gamergate happened like months later.
2: Okay. So but but I, I in and this is even without me um I would say this if you hadn't filled me in on what it was. Mm. The code for what you just said is she will have a terrible time with him. It's not that, you know, because because he has, there will be this unspoken upper hand through the production for him. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: you know, and, and while Gamergate hadn't happened yet, uh, they were obviously, you know, still on, on different sides of all this. But... However, they were professionals on set. Uh, They did kind of get into it at one point, and they decided to go outside and have, like, a private debate, um, which they were able to come to, like, a workable agreement to get through the show. uh, And they didn't, because they specifically didn't want it to sour their, like, group's dynamic, right? They were like, we should both put aside our things for four days. We don't need to talk about any of that stuff. Like, let's just focus on the game and, like you know just I can see where you're coming from you can see where i'm coming from and they did it like adults when maddie heard that they were outside talking he sent all of the cameras to descend on them hoping cool. to capture some juicy drama but they both immediately knew what maddie was doing and were like no we're like being adults about this right um and then later in the day both uh, parties were taken into different rooms by camera crews and like encouraged to talk shit about the other one in that situation. Like, don't you think it was fucked up how like she
2: brought that up like that? Because what like, that know, also really does is like, I hate that shit. I hate it. Yeah, it's but, like that's why I hate those types of reality shows, like for that reason. But what it also does is it like fuels those people to come out of those interviews. Thinking that's how they're supposed to feel now, and then they interact with each other that way.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: They've coached them into being mad, <clears throat> so they leave the room mad about something that they're not mad about, but they're both coming at each other now, and they've just been completely manipulated.
1: Yeah, yep.
2: you yep. know, are game jams always four days?
0: No, sometimes they're three days, sometimes they're four days. It's it interesting that long.
2: It's interesting because I watched. A big fan of Lego Masters. I don't know if you've ever watched Lego Masters. The Will but Arnett show? It's really interesting to be like, you have 16 hours to complete this, and in my mind, I'm like, there's no fucking way they did that in one day. Like those 16 hours were done over two or three days with these contestants. Maybe probably two days. But it's interesting that this is a true four-day thing, where like it has to just be so goddamn stressful for everyone involved
0: yeah well no
2: show like very few reality shows that take place quote over four days or whatever or whatever the time period is actually are shot in that time period well yeah it's even like um like i i found out below deck like in between charters which are supposed to be like back to back on the show like they chill in a hotel rooms oh i'm sure yeah exactly exactly it's good it, like, it just I sounds like, you like you it's, it's built yacht, to be stressful though. here like it's... <clears throat>
0: Yeah. Uh, So, like, this is another instance of that same kind of stuff. Um, Only two of the teams had a woman on them, right? So out of the the four four four, teams, there were only two women in the whole show. Um, And so Maddie uh, took aside the two teams that didn't have women and said, do you think they're at a disadvantage having a woman on the team? That was, like, the interview question that the teams were asked. Um, And Markiplier, the Forever Chad... Uh, said that they actually had a huge advantage because they would have more viewpoints. And uh, Maddie immediately told all the cameras to just cut, like mid-Markiplier sentence, telling the cameras that this was garbage and there's no story here. Let's move on. All
2: right, two things. Holy shit. What an asshole. Yeah. Two, this is maybe my most grandpa thing. What is Chad? That's good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A Chad is just like a fucking like...
2: Oh, a like
1: total bro, giga,
0: giga, giga, f- bro, alpha, dude. I'm just okay. using it almost like sarcastically there. of Like, yeah, being, I got gotcha. you. He's being okay. like, he's kind of being the best. Uh, okay, I got, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds just, great. I, I was just not even trying by just saying the normal thing to say there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've talked about that.
1: I mean, but he, gets like...
2: the, he always gets the award for like doing like what's expected of a normal human being in a lot of these situations. Yeah. Which is more it's than you can sh- expect from most of these people. So yeah, it's like, shocking like to see it. I was on some set, I told you guys, I was on some set, and someone stood out by having Kyle Anderson energy, and nobody <laughs> else had good human energy except for this person. Oh, man. I can't name him, because it'll name the show, and then yeah. everybody else I'm talking about. Um, so I can't believe you felt that way about Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter. <laughs> Is that a streamer? <laughs> no, no that's, so. that, that's that John Ritter sitcom.
1: <laughs> gotcha, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, Adriel, the uh, one of the uh, programmers, the only other uh, girl um, yeah. in the project other than Zoe, uh, was approached by Maddie, um, and her and her team uh, were asked, "Quote: Do you think you're at an advantage because you have a pretty girl on your team?" Damn. Um, all love to my teammates as they decided uh, as they declined to engage, but after he pushed more, he got a rise out of me. He got me to, with an embarrassed and flushed red face, launch into a statement about how his question is indicative of everything that's wrong with our industry in terms of sexism, that no, we weren't at an advantage because we had a woman on our team. We were at an advantage because I'm a damn fine programmer and game developer. We were at an advantage because my skills allowed us to be at an advantage, not my pretty face.
2: Uh, Was this like a catalyst for Gamergate, essentially? It's, I mean, this seems so reprehensibly it, yeah. nasty.
0: It was a pressure pot anyway. Yeah. And yeah, 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 Gamergate was the first time a lot of that stuff had been able to be talked about.
1: Gotcha. Um, I cannot, fucking crazy. I cannot
0: begin to impress upon you the psychological effect this line had on everyone. The idea that these professionals who stake their livelihoods on code and design might be reduced to pretty faces and antiquated gender stereotypes, an idea perpetuated by the guy who was ostensibly in charge was like hitting the biggest nerve in the history of nerves with a pneumatic drill. Uh, Adriel built shit that flies around in space. It's probably still flying around in space right now. Uh, She erupted, and Maddie once more pulled back his camera, making sure to privately half-apologize that he, quote, marched with women in the 70s with flowers in his hair. Anytime someone would call him sexist, he'd be like, I marched with the women in the 70s. I had the flowers in my hair.
2: Yeah. That's like it. Let's I mean, get out. Like, Fight you. Yeah. right. Fuck you. Like, I know a black guy.
0: Uh, finally he cornered Zoe with a camera. <laughs> not,
2: not even. I have a black friend. I know.
0: A black I know friend. a black guy. I've <laughs> seen a black guy. Uh, finally he cornered Zoe with I a camera as everybody left for dinner, uh, trying one last time to get a rise out of her. Uh, she told him to go fuck himself and marched off set. Um, And that's when everybody started to communicate that something was wrong. Uh, The players started realizing that they weren't just having uh, awkward exchanges themselves or just with their team, but that everybody involved uh, seemed to have this happening and that they all decided to come together, have a meeting after they wrapped with a bunch of beers and decide that they're not going back
2: mountain so, dew beers so
0: finally the, yeah so finally cuz
1: you beans. have
0: to remember you have to remember these aren't like clout chasing hungry weirdos on a reality show like these are all successful people who are like we could all do
2: this better like this sucks we don't need and i feel like this is also you know like even yeah and even though this is less than 10 years ago i feel like it's a it's pre a certain kind of clout
0: totally Totally. Yeah. A clout changes every like four years. So this is a a quote from one (laughs) of the articles. It's like President's or Olympics. Uh, This is a quote from one of the articles. Um, So they finally wrap at like 1 a.m. We were filming from 9.30 a.m. to 1 a.m. And we all go back to our trailers, have a meeting, smoke cigarettes, and drink beer. And we decided that we're not doing the show. At this point, the producers lose their minds because the production budget for this show is bigger than the rest of the production budget for Maker Studios for every project for the rest
2: of the year. Mm. That's bad accounting. I mean, that's mm-hmm. don't do that. Mm-hmm. Every, uh, every single thing we cover on this show always comes out to bad accounting somehow. <laughs> this was going to be Mountain Dew Star Wars.
0: Yeah, uh, we wake up the next morning and it's like Armageddon. Producers are literally begging us, crying to come back to the show, promising they'll change the format, et cetera, et cetera. We're almost ready to walk back in and do this uh, when this dude, Jake, who's a PA, comes over and tells us that they're not actually planning to change anything, that they're just desperate to keep us on the lot. Somewhere around this time, the CEO of the whole shebang shows up. And says to us oh i worked with maddie 12 years ago and he was such an asshole he grabbed my ass and all this shit like she knew what was going on and that was going to make it better but the thing that drives me crazy is that she made me cry later on that she knew that this dude was a piece of shit and she still let him on set she was willing to subject other women to that same kind of harassment she'd faced and for what so he gets people to fight And the moment I finally walked out for the whole day was they kept saying to us, okay, no more game jam show, but we'd like you to film telling your side of the story. I went in and immediately their first question was, do you think Zoe was overreacting?
2: Hey, fuck you. Fuck you. They made it
0: pretty clear they didn't give a fuck about my side of the story.
2: Like, fuck you. Fuck you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So... Everybody walked from the project on, a, you know, by midday on day two. Uh, Polaris went on to go under heavy restructuring from all the executives that were a part of this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, a bunch of the, you know, everybody like left midday and a bunch of the players were still like hanging out and there were all these like video games on set and like and stuff. So, like, sort of unprompted, a bunch of them had just like.
2: Became like, a cool party.
0: Yeah, it became a cool party and they were all just like playing and like talking about games and like liking games. they were like, damn, this is this yeah. is the whole thing. Um, and Tom Jackson, Jon Tron went on to actually make that game jam show. Uh, it's called uh, Head yeah? to Head Game Jam. It's on YouTube and it's literally actually filming a game jam as a docuseries. Um, and Adriel hosts a yearly game jam that takes place uh, entirely on a moving train, which I do think is really fucking cool. And there's a really cool Vice oh. doc uh, about that game jam that's really tight. Hell yeah. On a train. Huh? On a moving train. It's really cool. Uh, it's just like all these people uh, on the, on like laptops like running from train car to train car. It's really sick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Oh, really?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's cool.
2: That's fucking rad. Um... So, this show doesn't. I don't know why it seemed like you had watched some of it, but if you just, there's kind of images from it.
0: No, there yeah, are is images the pilot from, available. No, no, no. Nothing ever got edited right. or put together or anything. They didn't even yeah. finish a day of shooting, really. Um, Ugh. And it was like a total shit All show. That money. So money. Nothing. Yeah. $450,000 went totally down the drain. Uh, Ugh. The maker got acquired. You know, some people at Polaris got fired. Um keep rhyming uh, yeah exactly and, and yeah what happened got up, tired yeah. <laughs> but, um, but it sounds like nothing really happened to the guy protagonist it sounds like he got to keep being an executive at an ad yeah, agency. it sounds like that company i don't company still fucking exists.
2: i don't the company still exists i don't see him in the team page hmm. really? uh what was his what, what did, 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 do you know what his position was
0: uh, I don't know what his position at Polaris was, but I know his name is Matty, M M A. Oh, he's from Polaris, not Protagonist? Or, I mean Protagonist, yeah, he's a Protagonist.
2: Yeah, yeah. there is no Matty currently on the like team page for uh, Protagonist. Hmm. Well, we know if we ever see Protagonist in the credits of a show, that, uh, fuck that show. <laughs> they are currently hiring uh, senior full-stack engineers in Washington, D.C., if anyone wants to join. So, guys, I'll get, get on retail. that. Get on that, yeah. you guys. Yeah, if um, any of you guys can full stack engineer that, but yeah, this is a pretty. <laughs> this is a pretty. Clear I don't, I don't know what any of that. this is yeah. a pretty
0: clear cut, not worth it.
2: Well, no, they didn't even get anything out of it. Is this one of our ra- came out of it? I feel like how many episodes have we done of a thing that didn't that was started, but yeah. did not come out? Yeah, this sort of like explodes on the. Is landing, this our first? You know.
0: It might be because it's, like I said, it's not really an event. It's kind of a pilot, but it's not really a pilot because it never got yeah, shot.
2: <laughs> I'm talking cameras rolled, but it didn't come.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey. Bob's
2: Game. Did Bob's Game come out?
0: Bob's Game, a
2: form of Bob's Game came out. Yeah. 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 And we could still so no, look. C- That's the guy we can go visit at the uh, MGM parking garage, right? <laughs> yeah, we got to check in on him. I checked if he was there. He, he was gone. We technically, like, we technically literally doxed him in that episode. So I, guess he, <laughs> I guess he was telling he us. He doxed what himself was and happen. we shared the information. There's <laughs> For sure. It's,
0: um, like, it's like doxing that, uh that like, uh, fucking roller skate cowboy is going to be in Times Square. It's like, yeah, <laughs> <doesn't know what laughs> <he does.
2: laughs> yeah. I, I doxed the New York radio man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is absolutely the first thing we've d- covered that. That there is unused material of an unfinished thing. I mean, Fantastic Four, but that like... Is, but it came out. Yeah, you can find it. Yeah, exactly. It was like, edited. It, it sounds like they shot like two to three challenges
0: and then tried to shoot a bunch of other little stuff throughout the day and that like crazy. that and with all the other drama and problems, their day just kind of, their first day just kind of fell apart and then by, That's the end of the, by the end of the frantic horrible production day uh everybody was like walking so then all night of night one was spent with the producers trying to figure out ways to scam the players into staying and then Jeez. by mid by lunchtime day two everybody knew nothing was going to change so it was done so
2: and was the walkout like fully unanimous like everyone was like absolutely like no one was getting anything out of doing i feel like
0: by the time they came back in on day two everybody was like you guys have if we even sniff a little bullshit we're out of here
1: that and then it was just immediately
0: bullshit again because it's like all all these game developer people they all knew each other before this i'm sure most of the youtubers knew each other before this so it's like the youtubers and the game developers didn't know each other but it's like they can all become you can all become friends pretty fucking fast in this kind of a situation where you're it's like you yeah. against fucking PepsiCo, you know, <laughs> yeah. and this and this yeah. and this crazy guy Maddie who's being a dickhead to everybody.
2: Yeah. What you know? if you already like, had a bunch of shit in common and then they gave you an enemy to unite against?
0: Right. And it's also like this is only stuff from the contestants. I'm sure there's so much shit from the crew. Yeah, from,
2: you know yeah, what like, I mean? I'm some sure EA's oh, yeah. got some shit
0: to say. Yeah. The fact that the PAs are like feeding them info from the inside, like I love it.
2: Yeah. Ugh. You know, it's great. Good, good PAs. What <laughs> a wild story. Not I'm gonna say not worth it. Not, not worth, worth it. it. But the many kudos video,
0: very worth it. Check it out. Check out the many I will video.
2: check out many kudos. It's a video on this.
0: Uh he has uh, he has a, that's his channel name. Yeah, he made a video on this. He's he's very okay. good. Okay.
2: Sweet. I'll check it out. We we sweet, should all sweet. check it out. Mm-hmm. We should all check it out. We and we should all go to our grocery store and buy Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew Action
1: Ranch.
2: Any Photoshop savvy listeners, get in our DMs at Dev Hell Podcast. We will, you can be on the show if you send me a fucking bottle, <laughs> a mock up of Ken's Steakhouse. Mountain Dew Action Ranch. (laughs)
0: If you fucking put your finger into the Action Ranch, it blows up.
2: (laughs) You can't look at it directly. Every time you turn your back to the Action Ranch, it explodes. The oils (laughs) from your skin will agitate it. (laughs) (laughs) I should say, yeah, every day for the last 15 years, I've drank two bottles of Mountain Dew Action Ranch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Guzzle it, even in the morning.
2: And I, and, and I know I said salad earlier, but I meant a bunch of chicken fries.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, you got to live your. You gotta live every day. If you eat a like bunch of chicken be, fries like a fork. In,
1: live a fork every day salad. like it <laughs>
0: might be your action last.
2: Your Baja last. <laughs> Have a Baja Blast, because today might be your what Baja is- last. <laughs> what did <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Mr. Deeds ass card. <laughs> Sandman, baby.
0: What the fuck did they even think the action ranch looked like in their mind?
2: <laughs> My, I can't remove that it, the ATVs were involved. Yeah. I feel like it was obstacle course yeah. leaning. I'm gonna type in on like one of those uh, AI like yeah photo <laughs> Mountain things. Action. Mountain Dew yeah. Action Ranch. Hold on, that's a great idea. Yeah. I'm send gonna us, put a bottle of Mountain Mach-ups. Dew. I'm gonna put a bottle of Mountain Dew into Photoshop and then have that generative AI tool <laughs> make it <laughs> Mountain, Mountain Dew Action, action Ranch. Baja, B- action Ranch. Yeah.
0: All right, guys. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, as always, a big thank you to Tizzy Map for our theme music. Uh, you can find wherever me, you may be, wherever you may be on the internet, you can find me Kyle Anderson comedy on
2: YouTube and Instagram. I'm HG Spike on Instagram and Letterboxed. Uh, I'm at Richie Humps on everything. So hit us up, follow uh, come us, see and um, uh, next week, next week we're doing um, uh, Blink One Eighty Two. Who, at the time of this dropping, has an album coming out in like a week. So we're gonna cover from. These teenagers meeting to these old men releasing an album in October. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be one of our
0: Tom DeLonga steps.
2: It will be. It'll be an epic, but it'll be our return to music since Chinese Democracy, which I, 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 I do remember being such you've a. Always fun been, you've
0: always been trying to get For us back to the time, you've always been trying to get us back into an album one, and I've always been saying, uh, "I will not go."
2: You will
1: not
0: go. Turn the lights off Carry me home Carry me
2: <laughs> Yeah you keep saying Yeah I keep saying Nah 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 nah
0: Bye demons